0: Welcome to Generally Irritable, where in every episode you could hear the sounds of children being beaten up in the background. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. We live in a dojo. My husband is a fight choreographer. There is literally class going on behind me. So if you hear screaming, uh, that's what it is. Uh, That's what it is and uh, class ends in like 15 minutes. So I'm super excited today to have on Kali Fontanilla, uh formerly an educator in California, now living in the free state of Florida she is someone that lord reddick and i met last year at america fest and we got to see her again this year we've been following her on instagram we've been following her story this year and getting to see her again at amfest this year was an absolute joy uh you know a lot of times you know we as spectators and i'm going to include myself in this right because just because i commentate on the news doesn't mean i don't also watch and consume it right and it's we see these people on on youtube on instagram on social media or on tv and we just you know we think we we they make it look easy right they're out there they're fighting the fight they're being the tip of the spear and we kind of just get to sit back in our couches and in our comfy living rooms, and and take for granted the work that they're doing. And uh, going to America Fest, you just really see the heart and soul of the conservative movement. These are not, you know, uh, y- you know, they're not the the Tucker Carlson's that you see out there. These are normal average Americans who just got tired of the crap, right? They didn't, Kali didn't grow up in a political family where they were like, oh, we're gonna go save the world. I mean, maybe she did, but I'm pretty sure she grew up like most normal folks. And she just got to the point where she'd had enough and she decided to step up and fight. And so I just love her story. I love the heart that she has and the courage because it's so easy to sit and complain, you guys. How many of you out there watching? I'm guilting and shaming you right now. I know I'm doing it. I don't care. Deal with it. How many of you are not participating? You're not doing anything, and you just kind of go, "Oh, well, Kali's doing it. Oh, Erica's doing it." No, everybody needs to do something. And so, um, you know, that's my that's my preaching for the week, you guys. That's uh, that's that's my that's my lecture. Go out and do something. Like Kali went out and did something. So without further ado, Kali Fontanilla joining us. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Oh my goodness. Okay. So now I know you, your viewers are going to be joining us but my viewers may not be as familiar with your story. I don't, even, I don't think
1: my viewers are familiar with my story either. Cause I have not really shared it. All I, all they know is my satire and my shorts <laughs> and my rants, <laughs> but they don't know my story. You and... have some
0: really good <laughs> characters that you uh-huh. do. Yes. Oh that's,
1: my God. The... That's an escape for me. I love doing the characters because I don't know. It's not me. You know, it's kind of like I get to just be on the outside looking in when I'm a character. And it's just fun for me. And I I come from a goofball family and a family of musicians and actors. And so to be able to kind of have touch into that side of myself has been really fun. So that's why I do the characters.
0: (laughs) Well, I think, you know, comedy is the best way to communicate difficult information in my yes, opinion absolutely right uh-huh we can sit there right like me being like oh you guys are a bunch of losers if you're not doing anything that doesn't normally like motivate people to go out and do stuff they normally feel offended by that kind of thing but if we can crack jokes if we can be light about it um if we can make it fun and not like a total slog like who wants to be around people who are complaining angry upset, sad all the time. Oh, totally. And yeah, I've gotten I've got some pushback
1: from the satire like, oh, this isn't this isn't what you're supposed to be doing or it's not Christian or something like that. And I always remind people of Elijah when Elijah was calling, when they were doing the fire from heaven test and the the pagans were like trying to call on their pagan gods and Elijah was like, are your pagan gods on the toilet? Because they're not listening. <laughs>
0: Like a bad made, smack talk. Such a good sh- smack talking joke. <laughs> so much smack talk. I hate that nonsense about oh, that's not Christian. Well, what yeah. is Christian? What is yeah. what does it mean to be Christian? Mm-hmm. Like, how are you supposed to treat people who are calling for the medical castration of children? How are you supposed to treat people who think that you don't have the right? you don't have autonomy over your own body. Like they want to silence is what got us here. Not doing anything and just going, we need
1: to be nice and not do anything is now why we're in clown world all the time. And when people think my satire videos are real, even though I'm saying the most ridiculous things ever joking,
0: because we're in clown world. (laughs) Oh my God. See, that's the thing is you can't tell the difference between truth and fiction anymore. I, even if I put a big giant satire
1: sign and I say in the caption it's satire, people are still like, "Wow, who is this crazy person?" They, <laughs> they've seen so many. They've seen so many of these types of videos. Libs of TikTok. I mean, every single day there's a new crazy. I, it's almost like being in the loony bin, and it's it's tri- It's it's
0: exhausting. <laughs> when Babylon B is getting fact checked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you guys, it is a, it is literally a satire site and you're fact checking them. Yeah, seriously. Uh, oh my God. Oh, your video though. The other day, um, the, um, oh the lady who was like we're losing oh yeah you know that video that went viral like two years ago or whatever Uh yes and you posted your like lip syncing to it I was like oh my god this is so stupid (laughs) it's so people are so outrageous these days yeah I, I just feel like if 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 Trump is a Nazi, then everyone is a Nazi, um, and no one is a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Like a, Jews are Nazis now, and then, but like Nazis are okay. I don't even. When you say clown world, like I feel like we're there. Well, this this last year's been really
1: hard for me, actually, and I just yeah. want to give a shout out to Right Wing Angel Angels on here right now. If you follow him mm. on Instagram, his account is so important because he yeah. shares a lot of the news that doesn't make the mainstream news about what's going on in this country. So I just want to shout out to him. Right winged Um, angel put put a
0: link to your channel
1: in the chat. Um, And then, uh, yeah, this last and his, his account is hard one to follow because again, there's all these stories that we're not seeing about what's going on in this country. And it's heavy, like seeing all of the insanity, seeing our young people that are just struggling, seeing these older men who are just disgusting going into women's bathrooms and um just our president right now it's just heavy
0: yeah and
1: i was this last year has been hard for me because i've been internalizing a lot like taking it on myself and yeah. that is not not a good thing to do no, uh-huh. no that's
0: no it's very yes. easy i found when i was um campaigning i started to like feel like i had to save people yes uh-huh. Like it was my job to save everyone. And that is a weight that no human being is capable of carrying. Right? This world, like
1: this- is, it's, it's, beyond, it's, it's beyond repair. We need a supernatural repair. Oh, <laughs> we cannot. Yes. But we do have a part to play. And we do have to make sure that we are balanced, though. And that's where I was getting. I was getting really unbalanced this last year. And um, this is not something I asked for. Having a following, you know, I wanted to just be a public school teacher for the rest of my life if people don't know my story i'm a former public school teacher of 15 years i loved what i did get me in a room full of middle school kids and you that's that's where i belong and tell yes
0: so back up a little bit so so you were a public school teacher in california Mm -hmm. what part of california
1: so i taught in majority of my career in salinas california which is basically where everyone gets their strawberries where everyone okay. gets their
0: lettuce. <laughs> okay, it, it's yeah. If if California central that map central. Okay, remember yeah, that central map? central California. That said California was yes. gonna like split into three uh-huh. three states. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Garlic. So yes, California.
1: That's what garlic is. We have a, a comment. Yeah. So it's it, oh, I okay. taught ma- majority English learners and teach students that were behind in their reading. So I first hand okay. saw the failings of our educational system wow because i would get i would get seventh and eighth graders and then i eventually went to high school i'd get ninth graders that didn't know how to decode never had a teacher sit down and read with them and i'd help them learn how to read in a year
0: (laughs) yes oh my goodness yes well i we actually did a few podcasts recently talking about um you know the the reading curriculum went from phonic based to like, Oh my God, I'm now I'm trying whole to whole word. Yeah. Like n- not teaching kids how to sound out. Yeah. Words no decoding. And... They do whole word. Yeah. Uh-huh. What the, I was like, that sounds like a recipe for making people stupid.
1: Yeah. And you know, that works for a certain type of child. Maybe 10% mm. of children do well. It's called whole word where they just learn okay. the whole word and it's more visuals and memory, but decoding is the way to go because it gives them confidence.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, because then Uh what happens if you go grow up and you're reading something and it's got all this like, you know, lots of vowels and consonants and you have to sound it out. Yeah, exactly. And also
1: the English language isn't consistent enough for that because you're supposed to use the learning of other words to get you to understand new words that you see. But English is so all over the place.
0: I mean, there, there and there. Yeah. (laughs) Were, were. Yeah. Uh Oh, my God. So you were an English teacher yes Mm -hmm. oh my gosh okay so then so how long were you a teacher in california i taught for 15 years
1: i was that was my career i have a master's in education i have two teaching credentials actually three i have one in dance i have one in english and i have a i have a elementary credential as well and i was always like my department chair i my students always did really well i loved what i did i was the teacher that would come one of the first teachers to come in the morning I always oh, left when the bell rang, though. I never stayed after school. I like to get it all done. but I, um, And I just really love what I did. But then 2020 happened. And
0: uh, I started seeing
1: the writing on the wall about two years before. It was pretty much during Trump. Yeah. And our schools just became these massively pol- political environments. And um, I'm not welcome anymore as a teacher in California. My views are not welcome. Uh, it's well, becoming- and that's
0: did you start out as a concert like have you always been conservative leaning or did was there like a wake up for you that happened yes
1: I was uh I was originally Democrat left-leaning my whole family's pretty much left-leaning I was but the first time I voted I voted for gore and I thought that Bush stole the election <laughs> do you remember that yes you thought Bush stole the, the hanging chads in Florida oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: My first vote, my first vote for president was Bill Clinton. So okay, yeah. I'm not any better. <laughs>
1: yeah. So, so my first vote was for Gore. Um, I just voted for anyone who had a D next to their name because I thought that yep. was the right thing to do. I thought Democrats were for black people. I thought Democrats mm. were the ones for the poor. And I was a, raised poor. My mom was on all of the AIDS that you can get. And so I was like, Democrat is the way to go. And Republicans yep. are just a bunch of racists. And you can't. Yep. And that's the view I had for a long time until Obama. And then I was very excited about Obama. Because at the time, early 20s, you think the world is, is you think America is oppressive.
0: <laughs> and, yes. back
1: and I'm like, can we go back to that time? Early 2000s? That was great. <laughs> <laughs> now America is oppressive. The left is oppressive. They're turning this place into into like the last three years i'm sorry but i've felt a little oppressed being forced to wear a mask all right like
0: <laughs> yes let's
1: talk about oppression um force people getting fired for not getting a vaccine that's oppression
0: or right, but I mean anyway. literally <laughs> threatening people's livelihoods. This is my thing. When they want to call Republicans fascists and all yeah. the other stuff, I'm like, wait, who was calling for people to lose their jobs? Yeah. Who was saying you shouldn't get um medical treatment oh, if yeah. you haven't taken the forced uh medical care that they were trying to force it. You know what I mean? Like you got like who is oppressing who here? Yeah. Who exactly. is the, who is the fascist? Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. So, uh, so yeah, it was during Obama. I was very excited to vote for him. I've even banged pots and pans when he won. At the time, I was living in Santa Cruz. We went downtown. There was like parades for him. It was embarrassing. To, now that I think about it, there was like a whole parade downtown because we were like, "Yay, Obama!" And then, um, and then I was wait. A- what were you like? Yeah, yay, Obama! <laughs> uh, and then. Um, and then about, well, the first thing he did was bail out the banks. And I remember he had some mm, sort of excuse for oh that. Oh, my God. Oh, don't and even, I was, oh, my yeah. God, I can't. And I oh, was yeah. like, wait a second here. So, and he had, he was like, I have to do it. I have to give oh, these have banks. to,
0: yeah. have to. We did a bunch of stuff and screwed everybody yeah. over. And, and then these And banks, they're still going to.
1: Yeah, oh. and then these banks just disappeared. Like, I was a, yep. um, what was the bank? It was Washington Mutual? Is that not around anymore? Mm. It was some sort of bank just gone after oh, that. Because, yeah. you know, the, the, whoever was in cahoots with that administration got to stay alive. And then the rest of them were gone. And then I don't like Sound familiar. The yes. <laughs> and so first was bailing out the banks. And then came, um, uh, we had, he was against, I really didn't like the, what happened during 9-11, which was the Patriot Act. Remember how we were all against the Patriot Act?
0: This is, dude, I swear to God, it was like, if you've been alive for longer than five minutes and you still trust the government, I cannot, I can't for the life of me figure those people out. I mean, they literally gave themselves permission to spy on us. They gave themselves permission to take our money to bail out rich people. Like, yeah, nope. I remember that. Oh, good God. I am Incident-based le-
1: legislation—we have to be so careful about that, because if there's some sort of incident that can get people to sign up to shot to get rid of their rights, to give away their rights, to give away their freedoms, they're going to keep having these incidents. There's oh, an yeah. incentive to have incidents. So, speaking what, of which, yes, go ahead. Sorry,
0: yeah, Did Nikki Haley. What do you think about Nikki Haley saying that everyone online should have to uh, be verified? With uh, the No.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone likes her. I don't know how she, who's funding her. I, I haven't met a single person be like, "Good, yeah, Nikki Haley. I don't, I don't Who think likes Nikki st- Haley. I don't know how she's still being, but that's just the powers that be that someone's funding her. And uh, yeah. I, anyway. This so, is, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. There was Patriot Act and Obama said he was going to reverse it. Then he ex- actually passed the National Defense Security Act, I think is what it was called. And it was worse than the Patriot Act, Patriot. Yes. Act. It took away more of our freedoms. And I was like, hold up. This that man said he liar. was going to. Re- exactly. I don't like the like facade. I don't want the facade. That's why I liked Trump, because at least Trump, what you see is what you get. Right. So the facade of, and then on top of that, Common Core, which was a federal power grab. Oh, good golly. Yes. Molly. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Every teacher that I know has said that that stuff, like no child left behind, all that stuff is like the worst stuff to ever happen to education.
1: Oh, it's terrible. I mean, especially for math, the Common Core math is weird. Mm. And it made it so that parents could no longer help their children because they're teaching them a whole different way to do long division <laughs> and um and it just was a federal power grab every states are supposed to control their education of the stu the kids in their state and right. what it was is a federal government coming in and stepping in and saying no we're going to do these federal standards these common standards across and guess who funded that bill gates that was funded by bill gates 200 billion dollars to get <gasps> that yeah i'm actually writing a blog post about that and i it should be done pretty soon in the next month oh or so oh my but
0: gosh yeah
1: that's funded by bill gates and it, it is to dumb down they have a depopulation agenda and part Dude. of it is part of it is just getting people to be stupid enough to sign up for all the stuff that they're doing to kill us
0: well and that's what is so funny they're not hiding the ball i don't know why we keep getting called conspiracy theorists and things like that when they're they write books about it they go on tour they talk about it from the podium it's not hidden or yeah. secret yeah Exactly, I, 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 it's it's so crazy to me. Oh, Greg says he's a '64 white male. He's very oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yep. And somebody else, I completely feel like she's being propped up talking about Nikki. See, yeah. that's the thing. Haven't met, have not met a Nikki Haley fan yet. No, have not. They don't exist. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, it was
1: during Obama. And then the other thing he did was he cut food stamps. And uh, this is, I was a Democrat at the time and he did the largest food stamp cut of any president of my lifetime. And I was like, I thought he was supposed to be for the people. And I think of all things, food stamps. Okay, we're we're one of the greatest countries on earth. Let's make sure people are fed, right? I'm not really into all the checks, but like food stamps, I'm not against, necessarily against or for that program. People need to be fed, and um, yeah. and so that that was like, wait a second. So he's supposed to be he's supposed to be for the poor, and he did the largest food stamp cut we've seen uh, I've seen in my lifetime.
0: That's surprising. And I'm like, yeah,
1: the wool is being pulled over my eyes, and then mm. all his wars, his droning. And and so I didn't vote for him second term. I was like, I don't like being deceived. This guy deceived me, and yeah. um, and then on top of it, his his Obamacare, which was an absolute disaster, and forcing people. My I was in my early twenties at the time, forcing me to buy health insurance or else I would get fined. <sighs> I I was like, what is this? You know, this isn't a solution. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah.
0: Well, and that's why I lost my affordable health care because of Obamacare. I had mm-hmm. health insurance that I could afford. Yeah. And I was young like you, so I didn't need like a super lot of coverage. I no. needed whatever. I think I paid like a couple hundred bucks a month. And once Obamacare passed, it went to over $400 a month.
1: Yeah, because what he did is he forced all of the insurance companies to no longer make the choice about who they want to insure. And and, then, and because of that, all of our premiums went up. And insura- this is
0: what... People don't understand. It's not insurance anymore. Mm-hmm. Insurance is supposed to be there in the case of emergencies, mm-hmm. not for regular maintenance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. And I think our healthcare system is really messed up, but social is, social, socialized medicine is not the solution. Ugh. But I do think that our healthcare system has a lot of issues. So yes. during that time, anyway, I yeah, left. We're talking
0: I, about I, education. Yeah. Get yeah, me I le-
1: started on the medical community. Get <laughs> I, me started. i left the left second term obama did not vote for him but if you remember during that time the republican candidates were the guy it was um paul ryan and mitt romney was going Uh, against so here's the thing at the time i was like both sides are messed up and there's a lot of truth in that there's a lot of truth in that i will say that the average republican voter is a better person than the average democrat though the voters on the other hand, are a whole nother story. In fact, that's proven. Republicans donate more to av- the average Republican voter give more blood. They donate more yep. to charity. They're just better yep. people. Like that. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, <laughs> so I love the people, but the politicians, I'm still a little bit, eh,
0: most of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. No, and I know as as a as a person who has an accounting practice and I see the spending habits of my clients, I can tell you firsthand that the conservative clients are significantly more generous than the liberal yeah. ones.
1: Yeah, uh, and that's just that's just facts. But people don't want to face it. I think liberals think yeah. they're a good person by voting. They think that, by you know, they they vote for Biden, which means that they did their part, right? And yeah. that's how they don't want to actually do any do any work to help this country. They just want to vote and have the politicians solve everything, which I think is not good. We are yeah. our country was founded on the people on the people doing, making this country great, not the politicians. That's right. And um, we don't, we don't actually want the politicians to, to solve all our problems because they don't do a good job
0: (laughs) they're terrible yeah and speaking of terrible Greg I don't want you to think I was making fun of you he said he made a sad face Greg I wasn't making fun of you you literally are white males are literally being oppressed yeah it's very bad (laughs) I wasn't laughing like at you I was laughing because you're correct so I just want to make sure his sad face he knows that um, I, I wasn't laughing at you, sir. I was laughing with you. It's true. I mean, they are so awful to men these days. Ah, And when you look Ugh. around,
1: I've been doing a lot. You know, I go for a lot of walks in my area. And I look around and I just see all of the men doing so much hard labor. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, every time I go to a, my husband and I, we have a running joke. Every time we go to like a, a construction site, I'm like, oh, that was definitely built by all women. <laughs> like a bridge that we go over, this big old cement bridge that was like an amazing feat of engineering and hard labor, right? I'm like, oh yeah, definitely built by a bunch of trans. <laughs> you, know, you know, no, this was built by men. And yes, we have these different roles, but we need to give men the respect that they deserve because they literally built this back on their, built this country on their backs like this is uh, what I'm saying
0: this is what I'm saying Uh okay so you so you're so you're teaching you you get you get red pilled right and and then 2020 happens so yeah I I I vote for Trump because I can't stand (sighs) Hillary so when I voted for Trump, oh you did the you did the worst thing you could do
1: Yes, and I was in California, so I was like, at least this is one less vote for Hillary. I do. I and um, and I also did not think that Trump was going to win. I genuinely thought that they chose him to be on the ballot so that Hillary could win because she was such an unpopular candidate that they needed yeah. someone ridiculous to be on the ballot to you know make sure that she went. She wins, and she yeah. had this confidence, like I'm going to win. Right? There was this like cocky confidence, like I'm going to be the first. Female president. It
0: was presumed. Yes. Everybody just presumed that it was going to be her. And I'm like, why? No one likes her. Her mm-hmm. husband was a freaking philanderer. Yeah, like we've seen you guys in public. All of the stories that have come out about how corrupt your foundation is. Like, oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. And that was what that was really. Uh, the the Clintons are so gross. And they're so protected. And that yeah. that hurts my heart that these evil people are so protected. I cannot it's, wait. And I know I am not the judge. And I know God is going to reveal all and expose all. I just can't wait for that day. I'm like, can we please let these people be exposed? Can we please? You know, I'm just tired of them running around. But that's, you know, in Psalms, it talks about that all the time. The wicked are, they have their day. They're having their day right now. Enjoy your day because this is it. Well, and that's
0: what, and that's why Christians, you know, when people say, "Oh, that's not very Christian," you know what? No, Christians need to be standing up, being courageous, calling a spade a spade, yes. calling evil evil, mm-hmm. and remembering that we have been given dominion over this over this earth. Like yes, you like we we Christians, particularly. I mean, everybody has you know whatever, but like Jesus defeated the enemy yeah and we have dominion here if people only acted like it we would have not nearly the problems that we have today exactly exactly oh oh, get me preaching okay (laughs) so so you did the unthinkable you're a deplorable that's what i heard you say Mm -hmm. you voted for trump and let me guess the day after the election your school took the day off for crying sessions i brought my students donuts
1: they were so scared because the teachers, because I had taught English learners. Most of my students were from Mexico and they thought they were all oh, going to be deported. No. Oh. <laughs> and so I was like, you guys, I'm gonna put, I brought you guys donuts because I know how hard it is that Trump won. They didn't know who I voted for. They asked me who I voted for. And I said, I'm not going to tell you. And, um, and, but I had them, I, I think my students kind of had a clue that I wasn't a super leftist because my, mm-hmm. my, My district was one of the first to adopt policies to to protect the trans students from their, and not expose their transitioning at school (gasps) to parents. So this was four years ago. I made a video three years ago talking about it, but four years ago, we had a teacher call home with a, there was a girl that had transitioned to a male and the teacher called home with the male name. And this is a Spanish speaking parent. Okay. And she tells she, she ta- calls the teacher, I mean she, the teacher's calling the par- parent and saying the new male name, and the parent didn't recognize didn't recognize the child and said, "I don't know who you're talking about. We don't have a Billy or whatever. I don't know what name the girl was using as her boy name at school. And because of that incident, my district apo- adopted a policy to hide the gender change from parents.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. And so
1: I shared about this three years ago. And I had people say, Oh, that's not happening. Or Oh, you're lying about it. And now it's standard. And policy. now it's just open. Yes. In, in, and in that's the, how fast obvious. things are moving. That's how fast things are moving. We're now like, Oh, yeah, that's happening everywhere. When three years oh, ago, yeah. that was, Whoa, I can't believe it's happening. It was one of my first real big viral v- moments on YouTube was sharing about this and I, and I was actually, that was like only a year ago I posted the video, but it was a video i made two years ago. It was an old video that I just posted. And, oh, wow. and so it just shows how quickly things are getting just out oh, of yeah. hand, out of well, hand.
0: Vermont passed a law last year that you could bring your children to Vermont. So you can kidnap your children, uh, and bring them to Vermont to get gender transformation whatever whatever and the state of Vermont will not um comply with out of state law enforcement agencies to get the child back wow wow they literally legalized child kidnapping and mutilation like I when you we when you say how fast I mean it literally not that long ago all these things were conspiracy theories and this is coming Nobody- from
1: the left who says gender is a social construct so if it's just a social construct why are you guys doing all this like underground railroad to give kids hormones so that they can feel like their gender if it's
0: just a social construct like <laughs> you, know, you know you hold on wow <laughs> That is an excellent question. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say that. I've heard I've heard other people
1: say it. I just said it in a very teacher way. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah.
0: No, but that's so true. Like <laughs> again, like if okay, so if gender is a social construct, right? And and women don't naturally gravitate towards one thing Excess. and men toward another or exactly. whatever. Then why are we then doing all then this? why do we have to cut off body parts? Yes. Exactly.
1: And exactly. take hormones.
0: Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. I Yep. Oh my God. Do people's heads explode when you ask them that if they're like a, a, a proponent of this stuff?
1: Uh, I avoid talking to leftists. I used to debate them. I, oh man, I used to debate.
0: I leftists. saw you. Oh, <gasps> go ahead. Sorry.
1: I don't do it anymore. It's just too, st- it's too stressful. And I just, yes. I don't have the patience. I'd rather, I want to go to the low hanging fruit. I want to go to the people that are ready to learn the truth, that want the truth. That want to get excited to fight for this country. I'm not trying to get these people out of their mud pits. Yeah, you know, yep. I
0: think they're too far. <laughs> yes, like, they need like to you guys. I'm the
1: Jesus moment.
0: <laughs> you guys are so far off the rails, like that. There's that. There may not be any. Like I may not be able to persuade you, but if you're like a reasonably normal human being who can like do math, yeah, you can usually talk to those people. And, and have them kind of at least have an understanding, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: you know, or come to some kind of a, like, you may not agree on the solution or whatever, but you can at least, I mean, I swear, you know, you said earlier, like the Democrat, like the Republican party, isn't any better than the Democrat party necessarily. And I was talking to somebody earlier and I said, you know, I think if I had to guess, I would say like 80% of the country is somewhere in the middle independent libertarian type minded people and then it's just like 10 percent that's like really hard on either side yeah and and everyone in the middle is like can the first person to not be a psycho i'll vote for
1: yeah yeah i think i think what the republican party has going for them though is the voters the voters are demanding accountability from their politicians now. They are saying, no, you can't just sit around and let these leftists take over. we are we will vote you out and we'll bring someone in that will do what we want that will pass laws that mm. make it you know illegal to give children puberty blockers or whatever mm-hmm. and um, and that's been happening across the nation. The problem is will our vote count mm. because now they're doing tricky things to. Make it so that we can't. I mean, just right. I mean, right now they're working on taking Trump off the ballot. Oh well, and isn't somewhere trying to take Biden off the ballot? Yes, Florida. Oh, I, and that's goodness. how. I mean, if we're if they're going to truly do that, then we need to fight fire with fire and do the same thing. But the problem is, they're going to take Trump off of the swing states. We mm. can't. We won't be able to win in those any Democrat controlled state. We don't. We're not able to to do that. So mm. that's we're talking. Colorado, Arizona. That's why Arizona was so important. The Kari Lake, the Kari Lake election was so important for Kari Lake to win, which she did. And she didn't, because something happened, all this shenanigans again. And um, that's a control over swing states.
0: Yeah, because the swing
1: states decide who wins.
0: I mean, and that's the thing. Is I'm really curious to see how the precinct map is going to look this year because so many people have moved, right? Yeah. You, yeah. you have, right? You left. California. Mm -hmm. I left Vermont. I mean, you hear it all over the place. Everybody is leaving these Democrat controlled States in droves. They're leaving Democrat controlled cities because they're violent and nobody, you know, full of crime that isn't being prosecuted anymore. And so I, I kind of like, I feel like the red States are going to get redder. The blue States are going to get bluer. And I'm really curious to see what's going to happen in those swing States.
1: Well, if they allow illegals to vote, which they're trying to do, New York City just passed a law that they can vote in local elections. So Vermont New York City illegal, then we're done. We're done. And that's that's really the that's really the true fight right now. That's mm. part of the reason why they hated Trump so much, is he really was trying to solve what's happening in our borders because they're yeah. trying to water down America. They want a globalist government. And you have to not have, you can't have these shining stars if you have, if you have, you got to take out these shining stars to have a globalist worldwide government. And so they have to water down this country with a bunch of illegals and then we lose who we are. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You got to change the culture.
0: Yeah, you Mm got to change
1: the culture. So Mm -hmm. what
0: happened after they passed that policy that you now have to lie to parents?
1: So luckily, I was somewhat protected from that because I taught the English learners. So I never really had a student that was, I had very traditional kids, traditional students. And I also didn't pry that much into their personal life. I didn't really, I did my job as a teacher. I was a very good teacher. I treated all my students like they were special, like they were smart, but I didn't need to know who they were with or... If they were questioning their gender, that was not something for me. That's something for their counselors. Really, teachers are not mm. trained. If you if there's a child that's questioning their gender, that's a huge, huge life decision to say, you know what, I'm no longer a girl. I'm now a boy. And these teachers are trying to take it on as they're like gender counselors. I None mean, of them are you're trained not on a psychologist that. Or a exactly. Or a psychiatrist. Exactly. Or a, yes.
0: And or these whatever, teachers. Whatever.
1: Just. And these teachers are making the call on whether or not these kids are genuine or not, too. You know, I I mean, there's there's kids that are doing it for attention. There's kids that are doing it because they have issues with their, you know, with their father and they don't want to be a girl anymore because Mm -hmm. of things that happened to them.
0: Oh, my gosh. Colleen, I when I started my period when I was like 12 or whatever Mm -hmm. it was, I was so upset And I was, I I remember being very angry about it and being like, this is lame. This is annoying. How come boys don't have to deal with this? Yes. I just remember like being really mad about it at first. Yes. And imagine if that had, if I had been born and and been raised today, they would have tried to trans me. Yeah. I was a tomboy. Tomboy. Mm Mm-hmm. I was a tomboy. I played with mostly boys because that was who I grew up around. I played with Tonka trucks and G.I. Joes more than dolls. Like they literally would have tried to trans me. Yes. Yes. And that's the
1: thing. Is these is is we need to normalize the fact that some not all girls are girly. Not all boys are super manly. And and we're still going back to this this. The, 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 the you that binary yeah.
0: oh yeah, my god exactly. and then so like if you like pink then you must be a girl yeah oh my god like what like uh-huh. why can't boys just like things well they're usually
1: girls. artistic they're
0: just artistic like a david bowie type or something you know oh my god and, and you that's... know one of my sorry one of my favorite makeup people to watch on social media. I'm just going to cop to this. Johnny Ross, it's a Mm -hmm. dude. He does such good tutorials with the makeup and he's like, and for aging skin, he's my favorite makeup influencer to watch. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't think he's a woman. Yeah, He's Mm -hmm. just gay.
1: He's just a normal gay dude. And then on top of it, we, the people that are outside of it, if we don't Mm. go along with it, we're called bigots. We're called transphobes. We're basically blamed for death. You know, I mean? you know how many times I've, I've, I've had these leftists tell me, you're the reason why transing or unaliving. That's what they always say, unaliving. <laughs> and, um, and I'm just like, no, it's because they're really mentally disturbed and they don't love themselves.
0: You know, yeah. imagine
1: if you're so, if you're so, such, in a, especially as teenagers. Oh my gosh. Mm. First of all, teenagers in and of themselves have a hard time. When, oh it, my God. Left, during the pandemic, 60% of teenagers had suicidal ideation. <gasps> We have a um, our ch- our teenagers have mental health issues right now, and that's on top of the fact that teenagers have mental health issues in general because hormones make you crazy. Hormones it's going true. on, yeah. I mean, when your hormones when you're not balanced hormonally, you're a different person. And it's really important to take care of your health, and that's what we should be teaching our young people. Not when I when you look at there's a, there's actually a clinic in Florida that hasn't been shut down yet, so DeSantis is not doing his job, even though he's an okay governor he stopped doing his job once he started running but there's a there's a trans clinic in in florida that is um that is basically taking off giving girls double mastectomies and they're as young as 14 year olds and you look at you can go onto the website and you look and it has before and afters which is so heartbreaking but the girls that are getting this done to them most of them are overweight Most of them have this lip on their face like they're just, I know that depressed teen look. I know it. (laughs) I've worked with teenagers my whole life and I was one of them. And I'm just like, if these girls were taught to love themselves, to exercise, to eat right, to love their bodies, instead of trying to go this whole route where they think they're going to get some sort of thrill from cutting off their breasts and a high from testosterone, which does give them a high because testosterone is what makes the world go round. It does. Men have like 100 times testosterone as women. And, and so it's what makes the world so they get this, they get, you know, all of this stuff, pumped in them, and they feel better, because they're getting this testosterone running from them. But really, they need to learn how to love themselves as the as the way God made them. And they wouldn't be cutting off their breasts, and it's so sad that they're doing this. It's butchering children, cutting off healthy, oh healthy organs. You know how many women have had breast cancer and go through so much trauma from having their breasts cut off, yet now we're cutting off the healthy organs of young children, of young it's girls?
0: Outrageous. Outrageous. This has and to I be just stopped. Wanna, yeah. I just want to make sure. So you got a super chat. Id Pro Quo says, I think my name is existentialist. <laughs> I don't know what that means, It id pro quo tell me what that means yeah i think my name is and uh, i apologize i didn't see that it was a little while ago so if Mm -hmm. i had noticed it while we were talking it might have made more sense i'm sorry you can (laughs) post just post a regular chat and i'll read it um so 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 you weren't have so you didn't have you weren't You said you didn't see as many kids that were having the gender problem. No. So that wasn't what drove me over the edge. And actually, I did have one trans student
1: about maybe my first three years of teaching. It was a male male to female. And most back then, especially before this last 10 years, were male to females. In fact, it's completely switched. Now it's more um, female to male. Female to male. Uh, And I kind of was protective of those kids, that kid, Mm. because it was this really sweet child, really sweet child. And it, was it, I taught, I was, I was actually long-term sub for a nursing program, like for people that want to be nurse nurses. And that child teen came up to me and was like, "Miss Fontanilla, do you think that I should get a sex change? And I said, no, I said, don't do it. And, um and because there's a lot of you, you, a lot of male to female, when they get that sex change, that, that oh, crazy it's... surgery, it, it actually makes them more suicidal because you're taking away their organs that are producing all the male hormones that make yep. them feel good. And, yes. and so I, I was, those, those kids are really, when you actually get around the kids, like there's a, my collective voice. This needs to stop. This is dumb. This is horrible. Why are we doing this? But then there's how I deal with kids one-on-one and those kids are just hurting. They're just hurting. Well, and that's the thing is like,
0: it's if, if, you know, there are certain people that like make sense to me, you know, you, you have folks like Blair White as an example, Mm -hmm. who, you know, knew very young transitioned over time is not one of these radical people like she did the facial reconstruction, she's like, really trying to be a girl. You yeah, But I mean? she or calls herself appear. a trans.
1: She says trans, and she doesn't want people to actually, or he, or whatever it is, doesn't want people to actually say, we can say that about, she won't get it, or he won't get insulted if we call him a he,
0: right? Well, right. and that's what, and that's exactly, what, because yeah. Blair knows that's that Blair is not a female, that's a choice. biologically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You that's know? a choice, that's a choice. And so, like, that person is sincere, is legit, and, like, and blair says you know i knew and it was a thing and i went to counseling and all this stuff but a lot of this other stuff that's going on nowadays it's just like there is no counseling there is no consideration there is no waiting you don't even have to try to pass you're just doing wild nonsense it literally is like lost children with no purpose who are listless who have been raised in government schools Mm-hmm. not taught right from wrong, not tr- taught that there is objective truth. Of course, they're insane. Yeah, yeah. What else would you expect? And exactly. then, oh, just pick your gender and do whatever you want. Yeah. Now, if I feel alone and mm-hmm. lonely, mm-hmm. and I see that this group over here is being applauded, praised, given special favor, etc., why wouldn't you go do that? trying yeah. to be a part of that group.
1: Of course. Of course. And there's so much acceptance in that, in, in that group. There just is. You know, they get they get into it and they're just like, you're here. And, and it's us against them. And whenever it's us against them, it really, there really is like. And that's why we actually lost the race way back when I was in high school when they started having rainbow clubs. Because yeah um and America just allowed this to happen they had it in my high school i'm class of 2000 and there was a rainbow club that met after school and Amer- and it's like what is that club really it's a club that meets about the sexuality of young people with the with a teacher and that's just not wow. appropriate in general that's not appropriate in general to be doing in our public schools imagine oh this is gosh. a this is a scenario that i always tell talk to parents about if you had a neighbor and you let your kids go over to that neighbor's house which first of all we don't really do that anymore cuz it, especially if the neighbor of
0: everybody doesn't
1: have kids. And you don't, you don't play with that. That kid doesn't play with the neighbor's kids. Right. It's just some neighbor. Right. And that kid comes home to you and says, Hey, I was talking with so-and-so about my gender identity and my sexual orientation. And we were having candid conversations about how to make it that easier. That person to-
0: would get, rec- they'd be reported
1: as a pedo. Exactly. Exactly. And so that, but we're allowing this to happen with our teachers. Teachers are not a special population trained to deal with this stuff.
0: Dude, what Teachers actually
1: have a very high rate of harming our children. There's there's a lot of teachers that aren't being appropriate with kids.
0: I just feel like if somebody said to me, hey, I want you to talk to elementary school kids about sex. I'd be like, no, bruh. Yeah, exactly. I, like I'm so why do you think so many teachers are just going along with it? There's this
1: narrative that parents aren't doing it so we need to do it. Parents aren't being inclusive enough with their kids. They're not your kids. And parents aren't perfect, sure, but we the government is not supposed to step in and be parent number 2. That's not the way this country's set up. And yeah. uh, that and it, 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 you know, if you go back to the history of education, the history of our public educational system, that's a, a, in and of itself is a mess. So, um, but but we are, we do not co-parent with the government. And that is what has happened this last, you know, 50, 60 years as the government decided we do a better job at teaching about sex to kids than adults. And this is what I want to tell the parents in the audience right now, or who's listening, who are listening. You have to be the ones to start that conversation with your child. And I know it's hard and I know it's uncomfortable, but there's a lot of resources out there that you can look up. How to talk to my kids about the birds and bees and about all of this stuff, because the reality is these kids are being exposed to it at a younger and younger age. And you need to be the one that that is telling your child about this and how to navigate it and also how to have boundaries with these these other adults that are trying to guide them into their sexuality. You need to tell, you need to make sure that that child knows to tell you right away if a teacher is starting to groom them like that or another adult.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's, uh, I I love the way that you put that because that is something we used to talk to our kids about. Mm -hmm. Um, And and just because it's a person in an authority position does not make it okay. Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is one of the things that is so scary is that these people have been given this level of authority that is so undeserved yeah and oh my god the we don't co-parent with the government oh my god girl that made me want to throw up yeah that is like those words should not go together Mm -mm, mm -mm. for goodness sakes golly Mm -mm. these are the the government this is the same government that performed the Tuskegee experiments yes and put put Asian people in internment camps mm-hmm. and I mean like <laughs> that's protecting
1: pedophiles hello oh my god <laughs> like right currently like some oh my of them, gosh yes oh
0: <laughs> they don't care about
1: your kids and and this is the thing I think the thing I think the problem is that parents one of the hardest things about being a parent is how fast your child grows up and I saw it firsthand as a middle school teacher. They come in as these innocent little bubbly kids, you know, sixth graders because my middle school, sixth to eighth grade. And they're yep. just these cute. And then by the time they leave eighth grade, they're like, fine, Miss Fontania," And it's like, <laughs> I'm the same person. I maybe the only way I've changed is I have three extra gray hairs and this kid grew up this whole, in three years. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and so we, kids grow up really fast and you know them better than anyone else you know the time to have these conversations but just know they're going to get it younger and younger and and a lot of these blue states are passing laws for sex ed K through 12 oh my and god and it's not the, so it's disgusting. not just teaching them how to take care of their bodies or no zones it's crazy stuff like teaching them the multiple genders and the gender unicorn oh yeah and
0: um, that's yeah. what there was um one uh uh my I I won't say who told me this, but one class in Vermont, they were actually uh, recommending anal sex instead of vaginal sex to avoid pregnancy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, it's crazy. That is like you can hurt each other. That is like, oh my god, like. What kind of sick that's when you know people are just sick? Oh, well, you know, it started with we're not going to teach them abstinence and responsibility, we're going to teach them to
1: sodomize each other in the 50s. So, sex ed actually came from World War II when our soldiers were overseas and they were getting venereal diseases because there was prostitute, (sighs) uh, like, um, what are they called homes, the places where brothels, brothels around the around the the soldiers' bases, okay, right, and um, they were catching really ho- high venereal venereal disease rates. So this is when wow. um, the government actually hired a nonprofit agency—I forget the name—to go and educate the soldiers on how to protect themselves, and that's oh the that was the original sex ed. And and this agency actually was really smart in the way that they um, cleaned it up. So what they did is they did an incentive to shut down all the brothels. They gave the soldiers other activities to do. So they opened up like rec centers for soldiers to go and oh, watch yeah. movies and go and get entertained and have, you know, uh, music and and ping pong and all of this stuff. So they gave them more things to do besides go to the brothels. They also taught the soldiers how to be good husbands. So it was a lot of family planning and, and reminding them how to be a good husband and good to their wives. And it dropped the venereal disease rate by like 90%. And this was called Family Planning Sex Ed. And this and this is what was taught in our schools until the 60s and 70s. So they brought this back to America and they taught, they started teaching kids family planning sex ed. And then another nonprofit called Seekus came in in the 60s and 70s. And these people were sick. They were basically this. They were like the family planning is archaic. Um, people, the sixties, the sexual revolution was happening, which actually wasn't that bad. You hear about the sexual revolution. You're like, yeah, everyone was having sex. It was like, I think 20% of women, um, were having sex outside of marriage. It was still very, we were still very That's chased, very low. Yeah, yeah. Chased during that time. It's actually now when we're having, when most women aren't having sex, you know, like it's pretty, it's,
0: Yeah, Uh, very few people. And it's because of what they they did in
1: the 60s and 70s with sex ed. And so they came in and they said, you know what? We need to stop teaching kids that sex should be within the confines of marriage. We need to make it normal for kids to know that it's fine outside. It's fine inside, whatever you want to do. And that's when this new sex education started happening. And that's actually what is taught to our kids now. And, um, And they've done studies on kids that get out of sex ed uh, and uh, about a good a good percentage of them say they feel pressured to have sex and you know what's funny is that we still have a chaste teen generation in fact they're more chaste than they were in the 90s because yeah. they're so antisocial yeah well they're yeah. also
0: seeing what a bunch of thoughts yes. everybody is exactly and what the consequences and, the, of and that. there's
1: like a new there's like a new revolution of these young people who are like I don't want to do all that I want yeah. to save myself. It's almost cool now, which I'm loving that about Gen Z. They're, they're kind of rebelling against all of the, they're like, uh-uh, I don't want that. And, and, um and so, so yeah, it's, it's pretty much, we we've had, we've let a lot come into our country that, that has really messed it, it's messed up outrageous. our young people. It's yeah. outrageous.
0: Okay. So hold on, Kali. So I've, I keep trying to ask you and then i and then we get started talking about other stuff Uh because this is so fascinating you have so much knowledge of history and how this has gone and the craziness this is so fascinating to me so i'm gonna try not to interrupt you (laughs) this time with questions about the your i love your brain um so so what was the last straw so for me it
1: was um really it was covid it was the shutting down Mm. of the schools because I was really good at protecting my students. Mm. Like I was getting sent lessons on Black Lives Matter, and they were comparing Black Lives Matter to the civil rights movement. And they were telling in the lesson, this was for my homeroom, in the lesson, they were they there was a line where it said, if you don't support Black Lives Matter, you would not have supported the civil rights movement of the, <laughs> of the 50s and 60s. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're laughing at that because it's very laughable. And um and so <laughs> And so I was, and, and so I just didn't even teach the lesson. I had tenure. I had a really good reputation in my district. So there was often times where I would skip over the woke nonsense that they were trying to force on my students. So I was kind of a good barrier for them because my job was to make sure they know how to read and write and yeah. speak in clear sentences. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't to make sure that they were a little woke, uh, activists. And so I was very good about protecting them from it and then I started posting those lessons online to kind of expose what's going on. and I had a Facebook page that was a not more anonymous. It just went by Kali Eitz, which is my middle name. And so mm. it was I, I was able to kind of post some stuff online and I had a private Facebook. And mm. then, um, and then, uh, but it really was COVID and the shutting down for a year and two months of my district. Mm. And I did wow. not sign up. Yeah. I did not sign up to be a teacher online. To sit. Yeah. And then wow. when we did get, come back, they wanted us to wear masks and I got a medical exemption to not come back because I refused to teach in a mask. I, I see, teach and English is- learners.
0: Yes. And I so didn't want to is- enforce it either. So this is one of the things. A good a client of mine was a um, I'm not sure what the right word is, but she helps kids with like dyslexia and other learning disabilities. She helps them basically manage it or get over it or whatever. And she said this was when it very first started. She goes, "Do you know how?" much damage this is going to do to children because you have to be able to see someone's mouth moving like it helps with language formation she was like all these kids are going to be behind i mean she was calling it before you know in the first two weeks of the law a lot
1: of us were saying it but we were getting silenced and shamed just shamed And, and but and this, this is, is when so everyone was obvious. wearing cloth masks. Everyone was wearing cloth mm. masks, um, and those are like completely ineffective. They don't do anything. I mean, you can say Useless. that now because the, even the CDC has admitted that. And um, correct. And, and it just was a joke, and and it was so controlling too. And I didn't want to go mm. into the so I there was no way I was going to force a student to wear a mask. No, no way. And and so I got um, a medical exemption to not come back. I continued to teach online. In fact, most they gave the students an option to come back to class. It was like the school opened two months before the end of the school year, which was so stupid. And they gave the students the option to come back. I had two students come back to my class. The rest of us just stayed online. And then they hired a sub to sit in the class with the two students that were in the classroom. Um, And I taught online while the sub was in the class with the two students. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow.
0: Wow. Wow. How and then I hard quit. was it? <laughs> yeah. How hard was it to teach that stuff? Like writing and reading online? You know what? I figured it out pretty quickly and my
1: students did really well. My students yeah. actually,
0: <laughs> it's amazing. You how, actually cared and showed yeah, up. Yeah. And, and,
1: and we got some really good routines and I found some really good resources mm. to teach online really well. And I cut all the crap. You know, it's yeah. funny about, about teaching is that well, I would say half of it is just busy work. And because mm. our schedule was reduced, I really had a concentrated time with my students and they did really well. At first, I wasn't that great, but by the my full year that I taught online, my students did really well. So well, and yeah. you have now you have We're not developed- all kids like that. Not all teachers had that experience
0: right but that says a lot about you and probably says a lot about the uh the the classwork that you've developed now you so you saw the problem with the public school system you saw that and you decided to pivot and you created your own curriculum
1: yeah so now from that experience i created an online school and what's great about our school is that it can students the students can get it done in about three hours they have work they have to do outside of being online they have projects they need to do, which is good because I don't want them sitting on the computer the whole time. But they get, but what's great, there are some advantages to online because they do get access to some of the best teachers. Yeah. Um, mm. not all, not the teacher that's in front of you in person is necessarily the best teacher, but maybe an online teacher who's one of the best in the nation, but isn't mm. in your area can teach your kid. Like my, So now
0: it's like yeah. people have access that they wouldn't normally have. They're stuck with whoever is at their school. Exactly, basically.
1: exactly. Okay. And so there's some advantages to it. And it's also a chance for parents who don't necessarily want to be their child's teacher but want to homeschool. Mm. That's the other great thing about having an online school is that you now have a place for your kid to go to school, but it's at home with you monitoring and you able to see being able to see what's being taught to your child.
0: I love that because there are some school districts that are actually trying to ban t- uh parents from being able to either observe the classroom see what the curriculum is i mean i can't even fathom that it's yeah you know you know what are you hiding
1: yeah and there is a lot to hide these teachers are getting away with a lot with with the doors being closed mm-hmm. they are and it's it's even, even in states where they've passed like banned CRT laws or laws mm-hmm. where critical race theory, you can't control what's going on in that classroom. You really can't. Well, and
0: you have to, I know what is required of teachers to get their teaching license. Yeah. You have to talk about how you're gonna decolonize your classroom to get your teaching license. Yes, exactly. So they, even if you aren't indoctrinated, you still have to, you know, you have to still do the dance for the, you know, licensing, whoever does the licensing to get to be a teacher. Mm-hmm.
1: So they're exactly. teaching
0: teachers to be like this.
1: Yes. And that's that's the problem. All of our golden teachers that we had as when we were growing up, they've all retired. They've all left. And now we have this new generation of young teachers coming in that have been radicalized by their leftism and by their colleges. And they are on a mission to indoctrinate your child. And that's who we see on lives of TikTok. They're all under 40. You don't see like a 60-year-old woman being like, hi, I'm a they, them. I'm mix. I'm mix Frankenstein. No longer a miss. Go, I go by mix. You don't, it's always like a 30-year-old teacher. It's very, very rare you see someone <sighs> in their 50s and 60s doing that.
0: Okay. So where can they go to learn more about your curriculum, about uh, your school? Like where can they go get that information? Sure.
1: It's at thinkexodus.org and it's a K through 12 fully accredited school. Um, Again, that's thinkexodus.org. And if you are in a school choice state, we can take vouchers. So it could be free (gasps) for you, especially in in Florida and Arizona. Yes. I don't advertise it enough. I am not a businesswoman. I am not a social media person. Oh that's something gosh. I'm working on this year. <laughs>
0: Girl, you yeah. gotta call me. You know yes. that's what we do. Yeah. So uh, we do. So for for folks who don't know, you know, I do politics. Um, it's it's my greatest passion. But I have a, a a background in accounting, and we do operations management for uh, for startups. And oh. So we'll have to talk. Online yeah. Yeah. Because our I, school, you know,
1: my school is scalable to thousands of kids. <gasps> yeah. it's amazing. I know. And I just have it. I rarely even advertise it on my own platform, which is pretty fairly large, especially since the oh. last time we talked. And I just, I'm just not good at it. I don't know why. I just, I'm not a businesswoman, but it's not as, it's not, it's, it's a, it's a ministry. And so I need to get yeah. over that.
0: But well, and it is, here's the deal, like real talk this as a person who's been helping businesses run their businesses for like 25 years, if like not, first of all, not everyone has the gift of administration, um, and that's real. And also you're a good teacher. Okay. Why would you think that you would also be able to be good at everything else easily without like having to work as hard as you had to work? To become a exactly. teacher. Exactly, that's true. You know, true. I argue with my clients all the time. They're like, people will come to me and they're so embarrassed and ashamed that their bookkeeping is a mess and they haven't filed taxes in three years. And I'm like, I went, I went to college for this. Like, what? No, you're not supposed to be good at it. You're an yeah. architect or you're yeah. a teacher. Or you're a... so don't beat yourself up. Thank you. Okay. Do that's not beat advice. yourself that's up. It's good advice do not beat yourself up because that's, you know, that is just the enemy trying to take your win. Okay. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. that's the thing is that, that, that we're surrounded by losses all of the time, right? Like if you get online, uh, and if you're terminally online, like I am, you just see losses everywhere. Right. And it's easy to let that sort of, um, to, to feel defeated and to miss our own wins, you know, And that's what the enemy comes to lie, kill and destroy. And so um, I'm just speaking into you and your ministry right now, Kali, like you have the opportunity to change lives, to change families, to change generational curses, like what a gift you have to offer. I love it. And this is what people need right now, right? We need to get those kids out of government schools, get them home raised by their parents, and you're making that possible. Yes. What a gift. Yes. What a blessing. I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this is so cool. Okay. Now, um, okay, so we've been, I try to keep it to an hour. Yeah. Right, because I know yeah. we wanna. I know you said um nine o'clock is past your bedtime. It's
1: past my bra hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard when I read that. I was like, <laughs> I totally relate to yes. that. Yes it's just like i I still have it on i'm not very happy (laughs) oh my goodness okay so now tell the viewers okay so we talked about the school where can they follow you on social media how can they support you like what are all the links so just find me kali fontania
1: K A L I fontania i'm on all of the major social media platforms and um share about my school think exodus.org Um, we do take donations if you feel called to donate to our school, but Mm -hmm. most importantly, I need prayer. I've had a really hard year, probably the hardest year in 15 years this last year, Mm -hmm. and I'm just getting out of it. And I actually haven't done interviews. I've, I've stopped doing interviews for the past four or five months. And this is my first real long interview back. And, um, yeah, just, just prayers for us. If you're a praying person, just say a prayer for us. My husband and I, we run the school, but also just for me to stay strong because I I definitely was weakened this year. But at the same time, I think it's good to remind yourself that you can't take on all the problems of the world and you need God's mm-hmm. support and God's help. You need mm-hmm. God to take over. And that's what I need. <laughs> but um, Satan was also trying to take me out, like my voice mm-hmm. And I was, I almost shut down all my social media at, at the peak of its growing really fast. I almost shut it all down. Yeah. And my husband was the one that was like, no, you can't do that because that's how we make our money now, because that's how we get the leads for our school. <laughs> so, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. And it just, I just was like, this isn't for me. I hate it. I just want to <laughs> cook. I just want to, you know, I, I was like, I just want a job making beds. I just want something that doesn't require any head work. Just, <laughs> You know, I'll scrub pots and pans. Yes. That's what I want to
0: keep. I told my husband, I was like, you just become a famous filmmaker and then I just get to stay home and like and cook there isn't and take room care for of the that. house. We, we don't
1: have time for that. We can't do that right now. We can do that when we get to heaven, but right now we we have to be on the front lines and it's not That's easy right. and we have to take care of our health. So everyone out there, please make sure you're doing what you need to do. To take care of your health because we need right. people that are on the right side to be strong. And if you're focusing Amen. on mental and physical and spiritual health issues, it's really hard to be fighting for this country and to right. know the and to fulfill the mission that you're supposed to be doing. So prayers very much appreciated.
0: I love it. I love it. Be the light on top of the hill, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is what we are called to be. And so, Kali, I just want to thank you so much for being with me today. It has been such, I have loved catching up with you and getting to share your story. Uh, you are just, you I was so excited to see you at AmFest this year. Um, so, um, all right, you guys, go check her out. Go check out her social media, as always. Uh, If you got something out of this video, if it enriched your life, make sure to leave a like or a thumbs up or a rumble or whatever platform you're on. Uh, Share it with somebody that you think would benefit from hearing Kali's story. Do you know a teacher, an educator, an administrator who could use um, to to stand to have a laugh and be uplifted and to know that they're not alone? Share this video with them. Let them know that there is hope, that there are other options. Um, and that there are people who believe just like they do. And so go be well, happy new year, y'all. And, uh, you know what, since we've got some of your viewers on, I'm going to, I'm going to close out today, uh, with the commercial for our book called reasons to trust the government. (laughs) So, um, y'all hang tight. And, uh, if you want a good laugh, then here you go. (laughs) This book will give you wings! What kind of wings? Not like Icarus' wings, like Eagle's wings! wings. What about dragons? You'll have dragon's blood! You'll be able to breathe fire! Fire like the Ultra Ultra Eagle Eagle. Drago Guard! This book will make you smarter! Yes! I'm not just talking honor roll smart, I'm talking NICOLA TESLA You'll be so good looking, Brad Pitt will be jealous! Do you want to make Money? How much money? Elon Musk money. That's a lot of money! People will think you're Elon Musk, but you're not Elon Musk, but they'll think you're Elon, Elon Musk because you pay taxes like Elon. Elon Musk. Musk! And you have to argue with Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren because she thinks you're Elon, Elon Musk. Do you want freedom? How much freedom? All the freedom. Yeah. One to America. How much freedom do you want? America. Du- uh, double
1: America! Yeah!